Why does he keep going back? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Harold Loves His Woolly Hat, by Fern Kowski, published by Schwartz and Wade. Harold Loves His Woolly Hat is a sad tale about a bear whose favorite hat that he wears all day every day gets stolen by a crow. This bear tries to reason with the crow to reacquire his hat, but the crow just takes and takes. Will this bear ever figure out he's got to use force to get his hat back? Or will his friends finally notice that bald spot coming in? Well, hide your hats, maybe bring some birdshot, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on a little bear named Harold. He's wearing, no, not pants, a winter cap. And we learn his affinity for this hat. Quote, Harold loves to wear his woolly hat, even in the summer. End quote. Oh no, he's one of those hipsters who wears a winter hat in the summer. He's not afraid of heat stroke. He's afraid of not looking good. Hey, Harold, aren't you dying wearing a winter cap when it's 100 degrees out? What? No way! I run cold. You look like you're going to pass out. I'm fine. Have you ever thought about switching to a baseball cap when it's hot out? No way! Then I would look like a poser. A visor? <laughs> That's worse! A do-rag? Uh... Anything not meant for the North Pole? But then I wouldn't look like a thoughtful writer. You don't now. You just look stupid. Is the room spinning for... Called it. Boy, does Harold love this thing and refuse to take it off. Quote, Harold even wears his woolly hat when he takes his monthly bath. End quote. Gross. Take that damn thing off and get some shampoo under there. I can smell him from a mile away. He's been sweating like he's running a marathon in that thing. Fern then explains the obvious. Quote, When Harold wears his woolly hat, he knows he's a special bear. Different from all other bears. End quote. Funny. I thought he looked like a thousand other tryhards. One day out of the blue, Harold's worst nightmare happens to him. No, his family doesn't die from poachers. What does he care about him? In fact, they're so uncool, he might be relieved. No, a crow comes dive-bombing in and snags his hat right off the top of his head. Ah! I had no clue he was bald. With that thing pulled over his ears so tight, who would have ever known? The crow thief just up and took off his hat, and all Harold is worried about is his self-image, like anyone else who rocks a winter hat in the summer. Yep, he's worried that no one will know. He's like super unique, you know? All he needed was black glasses, a handlebar mustache, and a record player, and he would have been like the most unique person ever. So what does Harold do now 
that he's just like everyone else. No, he doesn't go and buy a new hat. Or report the theft to a park ranger that there's a crow thief on the loose. You know, to make sure this doesn't happen again to any other poor animal. Nope, he gathers up some worms and finds the crow that just jumped him and attempts to make a trade with it. Real smart, confronting the animal that just strong-armed you. This guy really is a hipster, putting himself in a dangerous situation because of his own stupidity. Hey you guys, I heard there's some really good food on the south side. Do you want to go? I don't know. Isn't it dangerous? That's so bigoted of you. You need to get cultured. You're right. How come? See? There's nothing to be worried about. There's so much rich history down here. Hey, could I borrow your cell phone? Sure. This doesn't seem to be working. Can I try yours? Why, no problem, good sir. Thanks. You got any cash? Cash? (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't use Apple Pay? Great. See you later. Wait! You forgot to give us back our cell phones! So this bear tries to strike a deal, and what does the crow do? But swoops down and takes the worms and flies off again, only cawing at him. Caw! I saw that one coming. That'll teach him a lesson. Wait. No, it didn't. He returns to the crow, this time with blueberries to trade. And yep, you guessed it. Another flyby. Caw! It's starting to hit Harold that this crow is pretty damn greedy. Uh, duh, you think? Finally, he's figuring it out. Wait, nope. He pulls out his secret stash of shiny things to buy the crow off with. I would say why not just buy a new hat. But something tells me this bear would never think of that. The crow rips his stash right from his paws. Caw! Harold, all out of things to have stolen from him, decides he's going to sneak up to the crow's nest. Now this is natural selection at its finest here. When Harold gets up to the top, what does he see? But his hat stashed away and three baby crows. Oh shit. Better run. But instead... Harold tucks the babies in with his hat, and then leaves, leaving his hat with them. What the hell? Because the crow had kids, it makes it better now? What terrible commentary. Instead of justifying stealing, why didn't Vern have this crow get a job? Or at least stop by a charity. And when Harold gets to the bottom of the tree, he proceeds to take a stick and poke at a bee's nest. I have no words. Then Harold takes the honey on the stick and gives it to the crow, and talks himself up saying how great he is. Virtue signal match? Why are so many self-absorbed people so dumb? Is it the chicken or the egg? I don't know. What's the moral to this one? Well, it was horrible on so many levels. I haven't seen a moral this bad since we've read one of Dan's and Tat's books. Not only does Vern say, if people see you helping other people, 
they'll think you're a special person. Which, that right there is everything that's wrong with society today. Whatever happened to being charitable and not bragging about it? But I think what's even more insulting than that is Vern justifying stealing. Quite literally saying, it was okay for the crow to steal because it has a family and it needed it. Which is a fucking terrible point of view that has led to cities like San Francisco or walking into CVS's and having only pictures of items on the shelves because there's so much shoplifting. What Vern fails to tell everyone is that stealing destroys communities and overwhelmingly hurts the middle and lower class. After looking up who Vern is, it looks like he's another out-of-touch college professor in New York. Of course. I would say to him, if he thinks stealing is so great and justifiable, why not go get mugged himself and see how he likes it? What do I think of Vern's work? Well, besides the obvious, that this moral absolutely sucks. The whole game of Harold trying to trade with the crow was not relatable at all. No one would be that dumb. And even if Vern was attempting humor there, it has to have some root in reality. A writer, this guy is not. As for his illustrations, this is where I would say he redeemed himself. But no one can come back from that awful of a moral. His illustrations were done in watercolor, and you could see his artistic skills throughout. And his use in colors helped set the mood and focus the eye. Yeah, that's all the positives I have for him. If you want to know why it looks like you're shopping in a post-apocalyptic world next time you go to the pharmacy, you can blame guys like Vern for pushing this garbage. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a point nine. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and I'm leaving before Vern can make up a reason to rob me. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.